NHL triple header on ESPN tonight, starting with the Caps and the Maple Leafs. Then you're going to get Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks taking on the Bruins. And finally, the defending champs, the Golden Knights hosting the Flyers, plus the hockey version of Red Zone with the Frozen Frenzy on ESPN2 at 8 Eastern. One could argue this is the best week of the entire sports calendar. We got the baseball coming together. The yep. NBA starts tonight. The hockey going full. World Series uh, starts this weekend. Uh, World mm-hmm. Series. And then, of course, the NLCSs, uh, uh, the, the CSs. We had the seven game last night. We got the game seven sure, tonight. Man. I'm in. Big Does it get any better than this? And we are here for all of it with you live from the seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts Ooh. with Patron. Where does it begin? Nothing more perfect than the words game seven. Rangers, Astros, here we go. Top of the first. Rangers up one nothing with a runner at second. Adolis Garcia. Ooh. Run. Stare it down. Run for crying this out loud. Oh, no, you got to run down. Run down. Run down. <laughs> it is an RBI single. Evan Carter scores from second. Rangers up 2 nothing. Top of three. Garcia says, all right, this time i got to make sure it gets out. You! Fourth straight game with a home run. Wow. 4-1. Yeah, <laughs> that one goes the other way. I got another one for you. Here we go. Top of four, second and third, one out. Adolis Garcia again. Oh, no. That's good enough. Sager scores. Carter scores. Eight to two Rangers. All right. You want a no doubter? Oh, the Astros not happy. Houston, we have a problem. All right, you want one more no doubter from Adolis Garcia? Here you go. Top of eight, one out, nobody on. Second home run of the night. Garcia, the second player all time with four hits and two homers and a winner-take-all postseason game. And here's how it sounded, the final out for the Rangers. Grounded a second. Two years removed from losing 100. The Rangers have won the pennant. So in a series in which the home team did not win a single game, what we have just witnessed is perhaps the greatest individual postseason series the sport has ever seen. In these seven games, Adolis Garcia had five home runs and 15 RBIs. But wait, there's more. Wow. In the final three games of this series alone, they were tied to two games apiece. The final three games, he had 12 runs batted in. Officially the 15 RBIs, the most by any player in any postseason series ever. Who will they play in the World Series? We will find out tonight. Will it be the Diamondbacks or the Phillies? Meanwhile, last night in Minnesota, the upset of the night. Vikings off to a tough start this season in desperate need of a win behind Kirk Cousins. Brock Purdy on the other side. Here we go. Third and two Vikings. Cousins, Jordan Addison, great throw. Oh, what a throw. Just layered it right over the defense. That's why you don't put linebackers in coverage on wideouts. First time the Vikings have scored a touchdown in the first quarter this year and the first allowed by the 49ers. Second quarter, Christian McCaffrey scores a touchdown in every Oh, yeah. If there's a seam, he's going to find it. Best running back in football right now. He has scored a touchdown in 16 consecutive games then. Jeff, how does this happen? It can't happen. Look, great defensive. Oh, no, not so much. Got to be a pick to a touchdown at the end of the half. Absolutely cannot have it. If you can't pick it off, get it knocked down. This is the worst of worst scenarios. It is unbelievable. Neat. What? I mean, as a DB, if the ball's in the air, you want to catch it. He probably should have batted it down considering what was on the clock, but catch the ball away from your body. Second touchdown for Addison right at the end of the half. Uh 16-7 at halftime, and here's McCaffrey again. Yes. Talk about how good he is. Run CMC. He probably hadn't had an easier touchdown all year. 11 touchdowns. Olympic speed. On the season. 11 scores (laughs) in seven. Don't you say that. Here we go. Five-point game. Niners 
Rams at midfield. RG3, what did he do? Well, he threw it to the wrong team. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah, Mr. Bynum had an air tag on that ball all yeah. day long. Oh, we're going to show you that. Oh, look at the Cameron Bynum with the warm last chance, final minute. One more shot for Purdy. But once again, he's picked off by Cameron Bynum. Biggest play of the game. Vikings win at 22-17. Are there questions about the 49ers? Maybe there should be. Here's Chris Canty this morning on ESPN Radio. Right now, here today, when we talk about the 49ers championship window, I think that window is this year. With this core of players, it's this year and that's it. When you look at the the age of Trent Williams, he's 35 years old, banged up, didn't play last night, problem. George Kittle on the wrong side of 30. Debo Samuel in the last four seasons has only been healthy for a full year once. I think that this is the year that the 49ers have to get it done. If not, we're going to be talking about them having to retool this thing around Brock Purdy. See, Graziano shaking his head, I mean, like nodding along in, in agreement. Like, Chris does his homework, right? I mean, yeah. like, like, he knows. And, and, and add in, like, they have some tough cap decisions, right? They have to figure out if they can pay Brandon Ayuk, right? They right. got other guys coming up for extension. So, I think the 49ers know this, and I think they're operating that way. And I think, you know, they're a sneaky team to watch ahead of next week's trade deadline because you, know, you saw the Eagles make a rich get richer move. I don't think the 49ers want to leave this to chance. I do think this is this is a year that they perceive as an important one for them to cash in on this roster that they've built. Fair enough. So I think that's a good big picture look at them. Let's go little picture. They've lost back-to-back games. Yeah. I'm coming off of that huge win over the Cowboys. They, it's such a week-to-week league. For sure. They obliterate the Cowboys. We're crowning the 49ers. Now they lose back-to-back games. Would you describe these two weeks as a bad stretch or a bad sign? No, bad stretch. Bad stretch. You're not worried about them. Not worried about them. And listen, here's the thing. People look at Brock Purdy and they're like, they called him Joe Montana two weeks ago. Pump the brakes, right? Like, we're not, I'm not trying to put this guy in that category. He has won a lot of football games and he is making plays for this offense to help them win games. He did not play exceptionally well last night. The week before, he put them in position to win. If the kicker makes a 40-yard field goal, they win that game so they only have one loss. But we write them off because they play that. By the way, McCaffrey fumbles in the red zone to start the game. Then the Moody misses another kick at the beginning of the game. So we put it all on Purdy at the end of the game when they're rushing three, dropping eight. It's a hard window to find. I get it, right? The quarterbacks take the brunt of it. But no Trent Williams, no Debo Samuel for that game. It happens. It is a bad stretch, and, and, not a bad And sign. the defense was bad, too, again, which is yes. like uh, against a team that didn't have Justin Jefferson. They were yeah, giving up passing right. yards, giving up big plays, missing opportunities. I think it's a bad stretch and also kind of feels like a bad sign because what stopped them last year? Injuries. What stopped them the year before that? Injuries. Yep. What stopped them right now? Seems like injuries. And these injuries aren't – these players aren't getting younger or healthier. That's the concerning part to me is they're not a team that's built to be able to survive these injuries. Right. To Chris Canty's point – when you make a mistake, the magnitude of the one they right. made on the Trey Lance trade, mm. you, you can catch lightning in a bottle by the miracle pick that Brock Purdy turns out to be. But you are still left without the opportunity to sort of fortify yourself. So they are thin. Mm. So maybe they are less capable of overcoming an injury here or an injury there. Are the 49ers still the best team in the NFC, in your opinion? No, I mean, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are. The Eagles are, but San Francisco's right there behind them. Right there. And the bottom line is that Brock Purdy played good he just didn't play great like they needed him to last That's night. Right. The thing that he's been the best about is protecting the football. 
and the past two games, he has not protected the football. So when I look at this, I say when Trent Williams comes back, when Debo Samuel comes back, there's going to be more dominance that we're going to see from the San Francisco 49ers, right. but it only is going to be predicated on whether or not Brock Purdy protects the football and if their defense actually starts playing like a top-level defense in the NFL like we have seen them do over the course of the years. Well, let's show that pick. Artie, let me know when you can get it. The, the tape that RG3 had in the first hour, I'd yeah. love to see that again because that interception that Purdy threw – when I watch, I, I'm so conditioned to assume he doesn't make the mistake that I didn't blame him. You tell me what you happened. No, it's 100% on Purdy. You're going to see him. He reads with his feet really well, and he's anticipating this throw. He just missed it by about three or four yards Ooh. one re- direction or the other. Earlier in the game, he made a similar throw to this and hit Jennings in stride for a big game. So when we talk about uh, anticipation and you hear all these coaches and players talk about it, there's a fine line. You have to anticipate, but you also have to see where you're throwing that football. And on that one, he made a mistake. Absolutely. I I think you go back to the Debo Samuel conversation a little bit here, right, is is the timing with Jennings, right? Like Jennings gives us an extra stem to get the ball, to get get the uh, the DB off of him to come back inside, right? It's It's the consistency you have with throwing to these receivers. So when Debo Samuel moves off or out of the roster, it's a big deal because he's a completely different player when he's in and when he's not in the football game. So, again, that little bit changes the difference between can he close on that ball and not. And notice where that pressure came from. It wasn't off the left edge, but it was off the left side right. where Trent Williams is normally at, <laughs> helping yeah. solidify and help Arm that guard out. So Brock Purdy's making that throw with anticipation because he has to. There's nowhere else for him to go with the football. As RGT so, so eloquently, offensive line matters. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure how else we can say it. You know what I mean, Dan? Can, anyone, can anyone here, by the way, do that worm celebration? Like, could you do that? Could your body actually do that? Because it's a spectacular-looking celebration. Oh, yeah, but something would tear. <laughs> yeah, would I, I don't tear. know. I can do it, but I'm wearing this pink suit the whole month, so I can't mess it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the 24th. I mean, like, you know, you oh, might it, be is, able to, it is almost the end of the month. a week. What, what, what are your thoughts? The 49ers, is there cause... For concern. Uh, I mean, look, a lot of teams would love to, to have their problems, right? I mean, right. like, I think they've, they've got enough in the bank here that I, I think they're going to be a factor all year and at the very top. And again, and again I do want to see what they do, if anything, ahead of the deadline because, you know, they, they are in a win-now mode. So they had, a, they had a rough night, road game against a desperate team. By the way, Purdy didn't play great. Who did? Kirk Cousins. Thank you. Oh, yeah, Monday yeah. night game, which On is not his thing. Prime right? time Kirk. So, yeah. So no, what I, was I, Kirk doing? What, 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 what are you telling me? That yeah, he was Kirk doing? was giving everyone who said he should be traded the proverbial middle finger. And again, well, proverbial. Hey, proverbial. He wouldn't, wouldn't do it. Because he wouldn't do right. it. Who wanted him traded? He wouldn't do it. But he gave you the ha-ha. Uh, 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 378, <laughs> two touchdowns. He was out there de- dealing in, in Jordan Addison. We got to talk about him, too. Mm-hmm. This yeah. man's got a Ph.D. in route running. He put it on full display. Gave Charvarius Ward. Fits the entire night, and that one interception that turned into a touchdown, oh, yeah. we call those plays HBO-type plays. Yeah. Help a brother out. Oh, yeah. okay? He was a little behind. He made the catch and got a touchdown. By the way, the Vikings are only one game out of a playoff position right yeah, now. Yeah, they're not trading anybody. Yeah. The longest winning streak in the NFC right now. How about that? All right, there you wow. go. We are just getting rolling. Wow. Now, as we work our way up to pancakes, how would we do, what would we use to describe this play here, Jeff, Saturday? Oh, this is what you call a crepe. <laughs> it's, you know, it's two little guys fighting over a very small, very flat, you know, wannabe pancake. But the crepe is performed right here. Shut them. I mean, delicate. It's very delicate. Yeah. Very delicate. Look at them. Both get up and like, you did that? He's like, I did that. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. When that home. happens, what are they saying there uh, as they come face to face? Oh, we're, we're on TV, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Why are you trying to get me fired? I thought we was friends. I love you, Greeny. Oh. Is that a legal play? Like you're allowed to just yeah. take a guy and dump him like uh, that? Yeah. yeah. Nobody got hurt. Yeah. It's, Isn't it's, that like a suplex? It is. It looks it like is. Dwayne the Rock Johnson yeah. out there. That's nice. Wow. That's nice. And you got to teach him a lesson sometimes. Okay. The receivers right. be getting a little feisty. <laughs> so that's a crepe. We do have the full order of pancakes coming yes, up next here uh, on Get Up. Also coming up, the Browns are winning. Did they make an enormous mistake, however, that will cost them not just this year, but years to come? We're going to dive into that. Plus, tainted love. What's going on with Jordan in Green Bay? Should the Packers be patient or already in panic mode? We'll talk about that. And then again, as promised, Jeff is here. You've had your crepe. That was a little appetizer. The entree is on the way. The pancakes are next. It's get a hole on ESPN. <laughs> yeah! Yes, sir! Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify could do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash get up, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash get up to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash get up. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. We are back with the weekend done. Let's break down the moments that were awesome or awful or awkward. Graz, give me something that was awkward this I had, weekend. I got no problem with them showing Taylor Swift in the booth at Chiefs games, but it's a little awkward with Brittany Mahomes here. Like, I don't know. They're, they're doing something. 
don't know. Like, is it a contest to be like first lady of the Chiefs? I, I can't figure out what's going on here exactly. They've got a coordinated handshake and celebrating, dog. The chest pump on the back ends are going to come to after you. Down. All right, you no. thought it was awkward, Neek. No, what was awkward. what was something you saw this weekend that was awful? I don't know. It was just weird, <laughs> awful, <laughs> uh, coordinated white lady dap. It had me uncomfortable. You know why? It wasn't the dap itself that was a problem. It was imagining that they were practicing this yeah. at some point. Oh, they, they, were, they was in the hallway like, all right, now we're going two times. We're going to bump hips and chest bump. They executed it. I'm taking over the segment. Here was my awesome, my thing this weekend that was awesome, was Taylor Swift <laughs> and Lindsay Mahone doing the white lady dap in the box. I loved every second of it. Look at them. Look how hard they worked on this thing. Yeah. Get, by the way, their respective, well, I mean, spouse slash boyfriend are like the best combination in the history of the sport. If they're not going to celebrate, who is? Jeff. You give me something that was awesome. Was it this as well? Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't play these little silly games. We're talking about a Ravens oh, whole line. Oh. That, hey, count the seconds right here. Let's count that. That's going to be nine. For those who don't have a stopwatch, that's going to be nine seconds before he throws this tud. By the way, Stanley on the little pull block right here. Ooh. Watch this. You're going to see it later in the show as well, my friend. Oh, is that right? So just watch him throw him into the concrete of the stadium. O-line domination. That's well, not, that's not a crate. About. That is not a crate. That's a Belgian right. waffle. Yes. That's a Belgian Whoa. waffle. <laughs> that's, a, that's a triple stat. Triple so stat. What said, just, don't you dare. What don't just dare. happened here is that uh, just everyone should understand Jeff Saturday. We literally were just having a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're like, no, I'm not playing that. Uh-huh. And Jeff just jumped in with the Ravens offensive <laughs> line. I am serious Big football, man. And like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's why we're here, people. We are it's why we're here. Right, here we go. Hold on. So here's the AFC North. The Steelers have tumbled their way right into the middle of this conversation. Unreal. That's totally real. The Ravens look great. I want to talk about the Browns. The Cleveland Browns defense might actually be the best unit in the entire NFL. Mm. If you look at everybody's offense and everybody's defense, yep. you could do worse than saying Cleveland's defense is the best unit we have. And Miles Garrett, you could do oh. worse than say he's oh. the best player that we have in the NFL. Certainly this weekend, he It's not was. the best week to make the case for yeah. the Cleveland defense after they gave up 38 to Gardner Minshew. I'm just saying. I understand Ooh. that. Big picture, but though. Generally, so yeah, yeah. they've been spectacular. And yeah. Miles Garrett has been spectacular. Unreal. And the question is, what is going on with their quarterback? I mean, they went out, they spent... Everyone knows about the money they spent. Everyone knows about the groundbreaking nature of the contract. Right. And then all of a sudden, Deshaun Watson, what are we seeing here, RG3? Yeah, and if they don't know, let's go ahead and remind them. The Browns kicked Baker Mayfield out the door. Mm. Went, went against every decision maker in the NFL and gave Deshaun Watson a $230 million fully guaranteed contract. Mm -hmm. And now they're getting worse quarterback play from him than they had from Baker Mayfield. When I look at what they're doing with Deshaun Watson, it's incredible that their offense has actually scored the most points this past week in a Deshaun Watson start, and he threw five passes and got knocked out of the game. Yeah. Okay? They're not putting him in position to do what he does best. They need to get him moving. They need to move more towards an RPO system, utilize the zone read that actually helped him be successful with the Houston Texans. I understand you want to protect your investment when you pay him that much money, but this is not what they sold the farm for to get out of the Deshaun Watson. (coughs) And anyone that's saying that they should maybe trade for a guy like Kirk Cousins or something like that to go to Cleveland... Why would the Vikings take on Deshaun after what they've seen since he returned? From well, Vegas? to be clear, he's taking that on. Ma- make it clear to everyone yeah. just how locked into him the Browns are. Uh, completely 
Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like yeah. a lot of times you say, oh, well, when can they get out of the contract? The answer to that question in this case is, nuh-uh. Never. I mean, like, it is <laughs> $46 million of fully guaranteed salary each of the next three years after this one. If they wanted to cut him in the offseason, this coming offseason, the dead money cap hit for next year would be over $200 billion. Good so, gracious. you know, that's a good chunk of your salary cap. Even in this era of, of cap growth, it wouldn't leave a whole lot Look, for the rest they, of the world. To, to the point, wow. they can't get out of it this year. They can't, they can't get, get out of it Ooh. next year. They can't, they can't get out of it the following yeah, they year. They restructured and they pushed money another year out. Like, th- this is, he has got to be, not good, he has to be great mm-hmm. or else they are completely screwed. Completely. Yeah, nah, it's really unfortunate di- because they, they push it back so that they can keep players in to make this run now. They're supposed to be winning the championship this year, maybe next year. But right. they're, they're expecting at the end of this contract that their money's going to be tied up. It's going to be hard to be mm-hmm. successful at that point. But at least. Yeah, but at least we got some Super Bowls in the yeah. pocket yep. or some deep playoff runs <clears throat> or yep. something for our fans to look back on and smile about. They're not going to get any of that. Jeff, you were making a point this morning about the time that he missed. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I think it was a disservice for, for anybody to believe that Deshaun Watson's going to walk in and just all of a sudden be the player he was in Houston, right? When you take 18 months or whatever it is that he didn't play football, yep. it's going to show up. And, and even though he played some games last year and he started, it's going to take time for him to figure out. This game is fast. And it, and it is a very difficult, especially at the quarterback position, lear, learning what the offense is. How do I fit in it? To RG3's point, am I rolling out? Is it going to be a standard tight pocket? All of those things. And, man, when you don't play, you aren't going to be good. I don't care what even. There's nobody who just takes – Guys take three weeks off, and it takes them three weeks to get back. Like, you're talking about an extended amount of period, no practice, no games, no understanding of what's happening. It is a very difficult climb. That's all fair, but the contract says – yeah. He needs to play great and and he play great now. He's going to sign the contract, bro. So, you offer it, I'm going I'm to sign it too. So I'll go play quarterback for 230. I, I, I don't I, care what I look like. If there's it's a trouble. point that we're making here, it is that they are in big, big yes. trouble. The Browns are 4-2, and two, which sounds good. That is where the good news ends. But I've got good news for you. Yes, we do. We've been waiting all morning long. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's Pancakes is one of our favorite things. <laughs> so let me show you how we're going to get this thing started. Oh, we're back, baby. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> it's a thing of beauty. We are back. Can we do one more thing? Oh, I love it. All right, Jessica Mendoza elevated this last week. Sat him down is brought to you by IHOP. Yeah, IHOP. Our thanks I-hop. to our friends at IHOP yes, for being a part of our favorite feature here. We have had the crepe already this morning. Yes. Now it's time for the pancakes. We serve it real pancakes. Jeff, take it away. We are starting Rutgers football. Ooh. We don't get a lot of shine in Rutgers. Guess what we're about to get? We're about to get a running back. Oh, oh my goodness. No. Hey, little chin music early in the morning. He is run up in there and gets put the smash down on it. I want you to watch from the backfield. And then look, oh. he gets another one. He gets Ooh. two. He knocks one down and goes block wow. for his boy again. You got to love this. I love the ferocity of it. But I look, same foot, same coach. Hey, you know they got knocked out. Let's see. Get him to salt. That's what we need. We're giving one pancake because it is little on little crime. All right, here we go. Now we're moving on. We'll get a double pancake. Make sure we get two because you're about to get two for right here. Check them out. Slide out. We're going to get one on the right. Bam. Get one. Here comes another. Bam. Get two. Yes, sir. 
Listen, there is nothing better as offensive linemen when you see a tight end knock one down and you see a little man in there as well. You're going to get two for that is a thing of absolute beauty. It doesn't get designed any better. Everybody on the sideline is going to get hyped. Look at here. Just read through. Hey, that's two. Oh, he looks scared. He is scared. That dude was back going thinking, got to go inside, go inside. And finally, we talked about it. We started this game. My phone almost almost went out of service. So many things. Watch Finley take him all the way. Still going. Cameraman, get some. Cameraman, get some. DB, receive it. Take it. Get off me. Get off me. Get off me. No, sir. Dumping you and the cameraman. We're taking the whole sideline out. That is an absolute thing of beauty. Hey, Lamar Jackson don't get even a near touch. That is that is nasty. I mean, look at this. Oh yeah. He's still blocking. He's still going. Oh. A, awesome. B, thank you, IHOP. C, yes. how is that not a penalty? He's blocking and he's 20 all yards out of bounds. Man. We finished through the echo of the oh, whistle. That's the way it's designed. <laughs> if you touch an offensive player going out of bounds, <laughs> it is a penalty. They're blocking this guy into the seat. I love it. All right, those are the pancakes. They get paid a lot of money. As we continue, tainted love. What is going on with Jordan and Green Bay? Should the Packers be patient or in panic mode? Plus, the NBA season starts tonight. LeBron's 21st. Will it end with a championship? Legs and Windy with the preview next as we clean up the cakes. Oh, yeah. Get up on ESPN. Got him. <laughs> nice catch. Don't look athlete. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. We're back, bottom of the hour. Get up. The next game is called Fact or Fiction. Hey, Robert, if I said the Giants should stick with Tyrod Taylor at quarterback, is that fact or fiction? It's a factition. Okay? <laughs> if Daniel Jones is not healthy, they should stick with Tyrod Taylor because he is an underrated quarterback, and he should be a starter in this league. He's never really gotten a true chance, but you paid Danny Dimes. Let him get healthy. If he's healthy, you give him the ball back and let him be your starting quarterback. Fair enough. Jeff, let's go to another quarterback. Sam Howell will break the worst record you can, which is the number of times being sacked. Fact or fiction? That is a fact, and that is an awful fact. Huh. Fellow Tar Heel just getting back there, getting my line. It is awful. I mean, he has taken more. I mean, he has taking more sacks. God bless him. Like when you when he starts the weekend, you know it's going to be painful and he is just 
He gets hit more often, and they, they are straight shots. This isn't like a guy getting beat. He is, he is taking, you know, massive amount of abuse. They made the Giants this weekend look like the Six 85 Bears. Hey, Dan, yeah. if, if I said Jordan Love might not be the Packers quarterback next year, would that be fact or fiction? It was tough, but I'm going to lean toward fact. He does not look good. He does not forget. He's not a rookie. Remember, this is three years worth of development in the league. Accuracy, a major problem at this point. And remember, that contract extension they gave him was really team favorable. They could keep him around as a backup if they want to try and upgrade next year. So I wow. think he's on thin ice. I do. I, I do. I think he's I on am, thin ice. I'm not going to lie to you because Dan is usually, for all of you who watch our show, you know this, he is by far the most level-headed and responsible person that joins us every week. No doubt. He never by lets far. me make a big deal out of anything that yeah. I want to. <laughs> That's not true. I was not expecting you to say that at all. I was on the prompter. One second. You should have been. Oh, my goodness. I am genuine. Is anyone? Anyone else surprised? Yes. Does anyone think I'm that's a, a, I'm real, a little shocked? Has yeah. it been that bad? Oh, yeah, to do with I mean, it's been, been that bad. Not been. That I don't think it's been bad. that no bad. Way. I mean, no I, I think oh, it's bad. It would suggest that what you what they've seen in practice also is an issue. I think what makes yes. it worse is when you watch the games. It's they call a game as if they don't believe in him, and then when they give him a chance to throw the ball, he misses the target. If things don't get better, I think to Dan's point, if this is what we see for the rest of the season, they have no reason to bring him back. If this is what we see for the rest of the season, there is yeah, no hope. There's saying. nothing there. So like. I think it's not crazy to think it. He has they – they're not committed to him enough to be – to have to go back to him next season. All right, I'm always in the category, especially quarterbacks, is who are we going to bring in? But we wanted to get into that. Let's talk about this is the youngest offensive yes. skill group in yes. the league. Yes, it is. I mean, so when you're talking about a young – whether he's a rookie or not, the guy hasn't played football. Yep. So he's playing football. All his receivers are just learning how to play football. Right. Tight ends are learning how to play football. Mm-hmm. It matters. Like, timing matters, understanding where guys are going to be, how they're going to fit in the offense. So, are they calling conservative games? For sure. But probably for reason, because everybody has to figure this thing out together. They have to be patient. They have to develop it. It's not like you're plugging playing with a guy who's got receivers everywhere making play after play. So, I'm not, I'm not going to panic quite yet, just like my man Graz did. I like it. You know, I, I talk about the I offensive know, line and how offensive line is important. You're talking about the wide receivers. They're, they have first or second year players at wide receiver and tight end right now, and you can see it in the details. We don't have time to do a breakdown tape on that, but right now Jordan Love has thrown the most passes into tight windows, 49 of them. That's not just because of his own decision-making. It's also because guys are not separating. That's right. And secondly, they're not starting fast enough. Right now, the last, I think, four games, they've been outscored 63-6 to in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. So when I watch the tape, I do see the inaccuracy. I see him making confident throws. That he shouldn't be making, right? You know, yeah. like, you're like, damn, that was a confident throw. Yeah, he felt it was like he felt seven it. yards outside where he wanted it to go. Right. I think for the for the Packers, they have not been healthy at running back either. And that's what this this offense has always been predicated right. on, especially with Aaron Rodgers the past few years. It was Aaron Jones and AJ McDickham's Dylan. Yeah. They're not really being able to take over games that way. So you're putting more pressure on Jordan right. Love. But I agree with you, Nick. If he continues to play like this the rest of the year, they probably will have a, a, an idea to move on. I just don't think that's going to happen. And I think he's going to get back. Their defense was supposed to be something to write home about. Yeah, it right? was last year, too. Yeah. I don't think that's working. And, and yeah. the year before that also. Like, yeah. always but, I mean, that's an issue with the run game for a quarterback, right? I, I, I thought it was fun to be the least level-headed at the table. For I, I'm, I'm taking it back. That was cool. I really am, too. I enjoy like it. it. I might try it more often. Yeah! Yeah, man! Get in there! Back, press 
got stinks. Now you're getting a little out of okay. hand. Right, chill, right, right, chill, right, chill, 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 chill. Sorry, Dad. Mike sorry, is going to get you now. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Okay. <laughs> uh, much more football as we go. But you know what begins tonight? The NBA season. And we've got Tim Legler and Brian Whithorst in studio. Here we go. Guys, let's run the floor. Windy, Giannis signed an extension yesterday. What did that mean? Well, big move for the Milwaukee Bucks organization based on what he was talking about in August to switch it around and give the stability to the organization going forward. They're fine giving them the money. They needed the security. Giannis traded out a little bit of control over his short-term career for a lot of financial security. Great note for the Bucks to start the season off. With. Absolutely, and a surprise to most around the league. Legs, we talked about it earlier. The James Harden situation with the Sixers is a mess. What should they do? Time to move on, and it was time three months ago. You've now got to get away from this situation. It's a dark cloud over everyone, including Joel Embiid. I think this whole thing demoralizes him. Give the ball to Tyrese Maxey. Let's see what his ceiling is. More importantly, go get role players for James Harden. You're not getting star players. You're not getting a young all-star. Be realistic in what you think you can get. Recalibrate your expectations. All right, so we talked about the East earlier. Let's turn our attention to the West. Windy, biggest question this season facing LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Number one, health. We have LeBron James and Anthony Davis with all kinds of missed games the last couple of years. Number two, can they defend the way they did at the end of last season? Post-trade deadline. This was the best defensive team in the league. They carried it over to the postseason. If they defend the way they did at the end of last season in the playoffs, this is a deep team. This is a multifaceted team. This is an experienced team. They can play a bunch of different ways. They've got a fighting shot. So I ran into Stephen A. after the shows yesterday, and he looked at me and he says, Greeny, you are going to love it this season because the Lakers are legit. I spent two years on that show <laughs> trying to convince everyone that the Lakers are legit, and this year they, they actually are. Is that right or wrong? Yeah, it's the first time in a while I'm not tired of getting asked about the Lakers because they are a legit team. I love their offseason. They have real prospects going in, certainly much greater than at the start of last year and even, honestly, midseason a year ago. Their run sort of came later in the year after the trading deadline and Austin Reeves developing over the course of the season. Going into the season with what they've added on their bench, they're on the short list of teams that could win the whole thing. It's a problem. Yeah. It's a big mountain to climb. The West is loaded. There's three or four teams out there they have to overcome even before looking at the East. LeBron has been on worse, quote-unquote, worse teams that have won the title, but the mountain hasn't been this high. Well, so let's talk about a little bit of that mountain just in their own conference. We, we understand how good Denver is as the defending champs, and they will certainly be there. How about Phoenix with the addition of Bradley Beal? They have the potential to be the number one offense in the history of the NBA. There's so many different ways they can go. Now, I'm going to warn you, I don't think tonight when they play in Golden State we're going to see their best team. Bradley Beal's a little bit banged up. Devin Booker's a little bit banged up. They haven't quite figured out how they're going to smooth everything out. they got a whole different second rotation to play through. So don't judge the Suns immediately how they go. They've got like 10 new players. But the Suns are a powerhouse offensively. They have the firepower to beat anybody four out of seven. A lot of these combinations have not worked, right? When you're pairing up this star offensive yeah. talent, recent memory, we know the track record. Here's why I think this is different. Number one, all three guys can initiate offense with ball screen. All three guys are catch-and-shoot players at a premier level. So they can spot up off the ball because people worry about the flow of the offense. When you have three guys this good at catch-and-shoot out to deep range, they're going to get their opportunities. Obviously, it's going to take time to gel, and we still need to see about their bench. It's, it's not as much of a concern as it was in the summer when we were wondering, like, who's even going to be on this team? It's right. going to be a bunch of G League guys. 
They've gone and filled out some of those pieces, and Grayson Allen's going to be a nice addition for them, spacing the floor off of these guys. I think this can work. All three guys have some dog in them as well. So I think Phoenix is the biggest threat right now to the Denver Nuggets in the West going into the season. And the name that we did not mention in here is the name Steph Curry, the Golden State Warriors. Obviously, as we see this dynasty on, on, on its last legs to whatever degree it is, where do they figure to figure into all of this? I'm seeing a re-energized Warriors. They were in complete championship hangover last year, plus the chemistry problems on their roster. They've got a lot of guys who are highly motivated. Clay Thompson didn't get a contract extension done. He can still sign it during the season, but like last night was kind of like the unofficial time. He's playing for a contract. You got Chris Paul playing for a contract, wanting to prove that he can work there. I think you see a much more potent Warriors team this year than you did last year. Yeah, I was out there a week ago and I got to talk to all these guys, and just the air felt so fresh going into this season. Expectations were off the charts. I think one of the big keys is the growth of Jonathan Kaminga. He now he's only 21. We forget that he just turned 21. He'll be 21 all season. Yeah. <laughs> he has to now, I think, take that leap. And will they trust him all year? Because it seems like the deeper they get into the season, the less they trust him. They need his size. They need his athletic ability. They need what kind of defender he can become. He is critical. And having Andrew Wiggins for an entire season, right. That's critical for them as well. They feel really good about their chances to make another title run. Kaminga is so talented. Again, we'll see them tonight. We'll see the Lakers tonight. So if the Nuggets are the defending champs and someone's got to knock them off the mountain, who is the biggest threat to do it in the West? I think it's Phoenix if they're all healthy and they're playing well. Phoenix as well. I think they're the team right now. You list Lakers and Golden State will be the next tier. I put the Lakers on the screen. I find like <laughs> all year long I'm going to do it. I will miss you guys this year, but you're in great hands with the I thought Felico. you were going to say the Jets. She's I thought the Jets it. were okay. going to be on Well, there. I think the Jets have a real shot at that, too. <laughs> okay, good. Aaron Rodgers will definitely be back by the end of basketball season. I don't know about football season, but basketball he will. Okay, uh, so we're looking forward to that. Our first doubleheader is tomorrow night. In the meantime, how wide is the gap between the Cowboys and the Eagles? Could Dallas still win the NFC East? We'll answer that question next. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, we are back on Get Up. And so uh, I've done some investigative journalism here, gentlemen. When we showed uh, the coordinated handshake that I said was awesome over the weekend from Brittany Mahomes and the great Taylor Swift, you asked me, do we think they rehearsed this? So I did a little digging, and the answer is yes. Take a look at this video. This is the two of them working out the details. This is as coordinated as any NFL coach could possibly be. Look at that. We're going to stick. We're going to move. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Second and long. They got this play worked out, coach. What wow. do you think? Executed perfectly. I'm disappointed that the little spirit fingers didn't make it into the this dance. Is that was the best investigative part. and journalism as well. You need to find Tupac Shooter, man. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. I'm on top of all of that for you. Okay. That. All right. Thank you for taking it there. Ooh. All right. As we continue. Now, let me bring this out to the desk here for a moment. We've kept Legler involved for this Legs. part of the conversation. Legs. Because Legs is a lifelong Just fan. Torture him. Lifelong <laughs> fan of the Washington Commanders, even though they've Ooh. only been called that for yeah. like two years. Three different anyway, franchises. Right? I want you to hear in case you didn't. Jonathan Allen, who was one of the most professional players in the entire NFL, Mm -hmm. after their loss to the Giants the other day, he just couldn't take it anymore. So you will hear that. And then in case you missed it, you will hear Ryan Clark's reaction to it yesterday (laughs) here on Get Up. (laughs) Does it get frustrating when that Yes, it does. I'm tired of this Tired of this bullshit. It's been seven years of the same Tired of this What can you do now going forward to get it turned around? Get our minds right and get ready to play Philadelphia. When you walk up to the dude in the locker room yeah. and he got a do-rag <laughs> with sunglasses <laughs> and a chain on with the open chest, you finna get some bleeps. <laughs> you walked into expletive. <laughs> this man looked like show enough <laughs> when this started. And he can't hear your question because he got on AirPods. <laughs> he don't even know the question, y'all. <laughs> This man chose violence. (laughs) The sheer audacity of the outfit says I don't give no Fs. Zero of them. And if you want to run this on regular syndicated network TV, you can't. Look at my clothes, sir. Do I look like a man that is concerned with the rules? And last I checked, Jonathan Allen ain't got no ways. <laughs> Why you got to do rag on So what you got to do rag on <laughs> Someone say something. I can't. That man chose violence. Uh, All right. Well, that was a uh, terrible The Washington Commanders yeah. has made this man lose all his professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> that was as viral as anything that we have ever done. RC, brilliant. Uh, Legler will give you the first crack at it uh, as our resident Commanders fan. I'm glad, first of all, I'm glad RC gave us something to laugh about yeah. okay, based yeah. on the situation. But here's what I'll say Jonathan Allen, all he did was verbatim. 
repeat what I said about the middle of the second quarter watching that game <laughs> in my living room. That's exactly what I was saying. I mean, every, my wife left the room. My son left the room. All three dogs left the room <laughs> because that's exactly how I felt. The only guy I want to hear that from, though, even more, is Terry McLaurin. Go six They'll go a quarter and a half without a target. Mm. And he's so nice after. He always has the right things to say. Sometimes, man, be that prima donna wide receiver. Say something. <laughs> Jonathan Allen said exactly what every Commanders fan is thinking. Have you been there? The, for, the, for the players on the desk, and obviously you played in the NBA, for the football players, have you been there? Have you been in that moment where you just, you ju- whatever the frustration is, you can't take it anymore? Yeah, we, we, we won a lot, though. But the year we didn't win, with Peyton, when Peyton was hurt, I think I had a, I had a little bit of a blow-up at the New Orleans game. It was We got boat raced. And it, it, How about you on the sideline with Peyton that one well, time? That, that was more because he was wrong and I was right. That happened a lot more often. That happened a lot more often. Than, yeah, you quit calling plays, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, Jeff. Block what I say, Jeff. You ever have, did you ever have a moment where a reporter asked you a question and it was just over? No, nah, I've never been on a bad team. <laughs> I like Jeff. I like actually never been on a bad team. My whole career, like the least games I've ever won was like nine. And also, like, I was never as important a player as Jeff. So they come over to me. I'm like, let's make sure these checks keep coming. I'm not going to rock the boat. <laughs> right, okay. We right, win right, or lose. Right. Then, then let's, go to the guy, let's go to the guy who won the Heisman and was rookie of the year and was the starting quarterback. The quarterback yeah. can. Did you ever have a moment where you just lost it? I, I did. Not, not like with the cuss words, but I wish RC was there to, like, make it funny because I got killed when I did it when I at the quarterback position because the QB, you have to be the front-facing face right. of the franchise, so you can't really do those things. But to your point, Legs, about Terry, if you can get scary Terry to lose his professional professionalism, you know things are, are a problem. So I understand the sentiment from Jonathan Allen, and their sure. defensive line has like 75 first-round picks. There's no way they should <laughs> yeah. be the 29th-ranked defense in the league. Now, it's been a frustrating problem. year there. They lose to the Giants. That brings us Ooh. to the NFC East. Let me finish up the conversation where it began. The San Francisco 49ers lose and don't look good again last night. The Detroit Lions get blown out this weekend. The Eagles look really good. So as we look at that NFC East right now, would you describe there as being a significant gap at the top between the Eagles and the Cowboys, Jeff, Saturday? I don't. I don't, I don't see it being that significant. I think, I think the Eagles are a better football team, but I think the Cowboys match up pretty well with the Eagles. It's going to be a fun game to watch. So, listen, I think McCarthy, I, I, I think I know he has changed. They are more conservative. I think if they have to take the, kind of, you know, take the training wheels off, they will for this offense. Their defense is going to help them stay in almost every game. Uh, I, I like the Cowboys I think they well. play each other in two weeks, right? The yeah. Cowboys have the Rams – Yep. This week, and then they've got that first showdown That's with right. the Eagles. So, yeah. little trap game situation here. Is there a gap? Yeah, there, there's not a huge gap as far as talent's concerned. I think the Eagles and a lot of teams in football, there's a huge talent gap. There's not a huge talent gap. I think the Eagles are more talented, but I also think the Eagles know who they are, and they're a better team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cowboys are still right. figuring it out. And the one time we saw them go up against a real test, they, they let us all down, and the Eagles yeah. haven't done that. Do the Cowboys not know who they are? I mean, is, is that the way you look at that? That's the way I look at it. We talk about the Cowboys so often. Like, when you look at the Eagles, they know their identity. They know they're going to run the football. They know they have a number one wide receiver in A.J. Brown. The Cowboys are still trying to compete, you know, get us to understand that they can compete with the best teams in the league. Right. To bring legs in here, I look at it the same way you have the Lakers versus the Suns. All right, the Lakers know who they are. They know they got LeBron James. They know they got Anthony Davis. The pieces that they have in place, they've worked together before. The Suns, super talented team, but we don't know how good they're going to be on defense. We don't know how they're going to all mesh well together. And I think that's the difference right now. The Cowboys are still trying to prove that they belong, whereas we know the Eagles belong. I think, Danny. Yeah, the Eagles played together an extra month last year, right? They went yep. to the Super Bowl. They know they can win. The Cowboys believe they can win, but they still have to find it out. And I think that's what's when we see them play head to head in a couple weeks, I think that's what we're gonna what we're gonna want to come away with, right? Do they feel up to it? 
Do they look up to it? They didn't look up to it against the 49ers at all. And and in a couple weeks against the Eagles, they're going to have to show that they are because the Eagles have not. They've been good. They're six and one. Nothing to take away. But you know they've they've had some turnovers. They've had some injuries. Like you can you, you can get them. I think. And if the Cowboys can 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 get them here in a couple weeks, I think that says an awful lot. Trade about where deadline they can go. is a week from today. I will remind everyone. And, and Dan mentioned it earlier. The Eagles made a significant acquisition yesterday. Should we expect any more rich get richer kind of moves potentially in this little battle between these the two? Cowboys or either of them yeah. or, or anyone that matters? I think the Eagles probably made their big move. Right. Uh, but the Cowboys, you know, they just haven't been a big trade deadline move kind of team. One other year than they one did year, Amari, yeah. Amari Cooper, they were very desperate, right? They needed something to jumpstart the passing game, and it did. I'm not sure they feel like they're in that frame of mind to the point where they would trade a first-round pick for an impact guy the way they did that year. I will be at FedEx Field on Sunday. Philadelphia's coming in. I'm going to the game dressed like Jonathan Allen just was. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Put it down. I'm going to walk in with expertise before the opening kickoff. Yeah, I need that picture. Yeah. That's how we all feel right now. I love what's, that. The, what's the prop on Eagle Sacks in that game and, and which, which side Ooh. of it are you uh, the, the, Right now, the bet is that by the end of the game, Sam Howell's body is going to look like a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> I'm actually much more concerned about what's going to happen on Thanksgiving Day against Dallas's rush. Yeah, Dallas's pass rush against Dude, this offensive line. Oh. The Giants had five sacks all year and they got six on Sunday. Like it's not you throw don't it away, Sam. Throw, throw it, it away. Throw it. <laughs> 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 legs. Good to see you. Thank you. Absolutely. NBA season again starts tonight, and the NHL season continues, and it gets a new twist from us tonight as we've got our triple header we've got the caps and the maple leafs we've got connor bedard uh, taking on the bruins we've got the defending champion golden knights hosting the flyers and tonight the hockey version of red zone with the frozen frenzy on espn2 comes your way at 8 eastern a first take meanwhile comes your way at the top of the hour here have we lost confidence in brock purdy did Giannis make the right move signing his new deal first take it's molly Stephen A., Shannon, Jeff, Wendy, and Legs. Oh, what a party it is. Top of the hour here on ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, unbelievable lineup we have coming your way, including an NBA Friday doubleheader. You'll see the Heat that night. You'll see the Warriors that night. Mexico City Grand Prix Sunday afternoon, Monday night, Lions and Raiders. Before we go, our congratulations from all of us in this family. Was inducted this weekend into the Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Jeff. Super cool. I appreciate it. Congratulations. You're the man. Super fun. I had a teammate, Adam Meadows, went away former Colt, and uh, Takeo Spikes was there as well. Champ, a bunch of gold jacket. Hey, there's some dudes that came out of Georgia. Yes. Dudes, so glad, honored. Honored to even be a part. Congratulations, Thanks, my Thank man. You, you remember much. this family forever. We love you. Appreciate that. All right, Thank go you. to first take. Right. You're yelling at me already. He's got to go do first take, <laughs> top of the hour. RG3. 
It's quite a morning we had here, wasn't it? Great morning. I had nothing planned for after he. Oh left. no, no, we got to get Jeff. I got <laughs> something planned. We got to get Jeff in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Like oh, at some point, easy. get that man a yellow jacket. That yeah. blue jacket's not and, absolutely and under the sure. like Put him in there too. Put him in there too. Yeah, everybody. Nice Put the damn man in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. First take now.